0: This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Let me just start off by saying the 2020 election was rigged. It was stolen. It was fixed. Dead people voted. They stuffed ballot boxes. They changed the rules. They changed the laws. Illegal aliens voted. Um, 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 they, 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 They stole it from Donald Trump. Uh, fair and square. They stole the election. Now, boy, I feel, so, I feel so criminal right now. I feel like a felon. They're going to come get me. You can't do that anymore. You can't say the election was rigged, even though the election was rigged. We know how it was rigged. It was rigged by big tech. It was rigged by Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. We know it was rigged by 51 former intelligence officials who lied about the laptop. We know it was rigged by the mainstream media, who lied about the laptop, uh, but uh, you're not allowed to say that anymore. You're not allowed to think that anymore in America. This, this latest indictment, the third indictment, Donald Trump is now facing 75 felonies. I believe he is facing three criminal cases, and he will uh, or two criminal, yeah, three criminal cases. A fourth to come in Atlanta. He will be going to trial. All during the election, all during the um during the campaign season, it's going to be wild. He has to appear in court tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon to face these latest charges. but uh, it is this is utter insanity. As I've said over and over again, they're not even subtle. They don't care how it looks. They don't care about the optics. One day after Joe Biden is implicated in a uh, a bevy of crimes, uh, with the uh, Devon Archer testimony, the latest uh, on the uh, Biden crime family schemes. One day after that, boom! In comes Jack Smith, this ghoul, this creep, this sleazeball special prosecutor to indict Trump and and hand their allies in the media, in the Democratic Party, a gift. They're no longer going to talk about uh, Biden. They're not going to talk about Hunter or Devin Archer or the all the uh, the mountain of evidence against Joe Biden, the most corrupt president in U.S. history. The DOJ, Laura Ingram said this last night. She, she's right. The DOJ is now the de facto campaign headquarters for the Biden reelection campaign. They don't they don't have an office. They don't have a staff. They're not really campaigning. They don't have to. Jack Smith is doing it for him. Uh, for joe biden and the media of course is assisting that's what we have devolved to where the department of justice is a campaign wing of the sitting president the sitting president whose approval ratings reached an all-time low whose policies are an utter disaster there is no way in a legitimate election joe biden could be reelected. But if you put your opponent, your prime primary uh, your chief political rival in prison, like they do, you know, in banana republics, in communist dictators, if you do that, hey, Greece is the skids for Joe Biden, the the uh, cadaver in chief, to to once again get elected without actually campaigning. This is an amazing development. I mean, just look at the timeline. It's stunning. Uh, um, uh, A few people were uh, tweeting this out. Uh, We can get to the exact dates, the times, the dates, um, where, uh, let's see, we had Greg Greg Price's uh, timeline on this. Um, Let me me get to it. Here we go. Um, Obviously, it was two days ago that we learned that Devin Archer testified and went into great, uh, essentially, Uh, confirmed that Joe Biden has been lying for years about um, communicating with his son about his dirty business dealings. Joe Biden lied over and over and over again. The Democrats defended that by saying he just loves his son. He just talks to his son every day. June 7th, FBI releases documents to Congress alleging that the Bidens took a $10 million bribe from Burisma. June 8th, Jack Smith indicts Trump in the Mar-a-Lago Documents case. July 26th, Hunter Biden goes to court and rejects a sweetheart plea deal after it was revealed that the DOJ tried to give him blanket immunity from future prosecutions. As you recall, that was the best, probably the most glaring example of the corrupt Department of Justice we've ever seen. The next day, Jack uh, Smith adds more charges for Trump in the Mar a Lago case. July 31st, Hunter Biden's former business partner testifies to Congress that Joe Biden was on over 20 calls with the son's business partners and, uh, the, and that Burisma executives pressured them to fire the prosecutor August 1st yesterday, Jack Smith indicts Trump again for January 6th. And I can tell you, I've been watching <laughs> all morning, watched a lot last night. Um, it, it, they, it, it gave them the, the gift they were looking for. There is barely a mention on any of the major networks, on CNN, on MSNBC, on, at the New York Times, of the bombshell testimony from De- Devin Archer two days ago. It is out, off the front page, off the front of the, all the websites, off the news channels. They got Donald Trump again and again for January 6th. And just ask yourself this. My first question was, January 6th, what year was that again? <laughs> that was Two and a half years ago, and they decided to indict him on August 1st, 2023, in the middle of uh, campaign season. Here's how it's going to go. I think it's pretty clear right now. Here's how it's going to go. If you're wondering how this will affect the election, Trump's chances of, of, of returning to the White House, it goes one of two ways. Donald Trump wins the election. Hell, they've already sewn up the nomination for him. It's amazing. I I think because of the latest uh, Trump indictment, I'm I'm pretty sure DeSantis is going to drop to single digits. Trump's going to be like 60% in the polls. They want him to get the nomination, obviously, because they think he's easier to beat, and they especially think he's easier to beat if he's, you know, in jail, which is the goal. The goal all along for the Democrats, for the corrupt Department of Justice, for the media is put Trump in prison. He threatened them. The first time around, he's really going to threaten them the second time around. He can't return to the White House. If he does, he pardons himself. Simple as that. If he doesn't, he goes to prison. Trump is going to end up in one of two places in a year and a half. Prison or the Oval Office, I don't see how else it can go. Again, I've been a DeSantis guy. I I just want to win. I thought DeSantis, it was more electable. He's, he's 32 years younger. He can do two terms. He done, he's done amazing things in Florida. He is fading sadly. And Trump is surging with the help of Jack Smith and Joe Biden and the whole corrupt uh, security state. So one of two things, Trump in an orange jumpsuit or Trump in the oval office, that's how it's going to go. And we know, God knows, we know how the media is, uh, uh, what they are rooting for. Don't put this creep on the screen. Look at him. He just oozes sleaze. He just ooh. He's just just nefarious. That's what he is. This guy is unscrupulous. He does not care um, uh, about the law or justice or equal justice. Here's what he knows. He's got a DC, He's in D.C. This indictment is in 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 Washington D.C. He got a Obama, Obama appointed judge. Tanya Chutkin. Tanya Chutkin uh, is the worst judge in this district court. They have 15 judges. Jack Smith and Joe Biden got the one they know will never rule in fa- in Trump's favor on anything. They know it because they've seen her. She's a zealot, a, a left wing zealot, an Obama appointee who has come down harder on January 6th defendants than anyone. She has repeatedly sentenced January 6th defendants to terms more harsh, longer terms than the prosecution was asking for. She actually believes January 6th was an insurrection and a threat to democracy. That's what they needed. Someone who thinks January 6th was worse than Pearl Harbor, and they got it. Tanya Chutkin is the judge they were hoping for. They got it. They're going to get a D.C. jury. Uh, That means it's going to be full of Trump haters. It's not going to be a jury of his peers. It's going to be a jury of his enemies. You know how many, uh, you know how how Trump did in the election in Washington, D.C.? Guess, go ahead, guess, Ironhead. What percentage did Donald Trump get in the District of Columbia? I think I know this. Was it 3%? Close, 5.4%. Uh. To put that in perspective, in New York City, where he's facing that phony to charges from uh, Alvin Bragg, that Soros, that blob, Soros uh, DA, uh, in New York City, he got 12%. So, obviously, a New York City ju- jury wouldn't be good for me either. But a D.C. jury guarantees a conviction. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's like the, these charges are almost irrelevant. As long as they can charge them with something in D.C. with this judge, with this jury, they got him. I mean, <laughs> their conviction rate, the federal government, when they go to trial, have a, uh, a conviction rate of over 95%. <laughs> He doesn't stand a chance in this case, which is sad because it's a ridiculous case. We'll get to it. I I just read it. Unlike Ron DeSantis, I actually read the indictment. It's incredible. They're indicting him for things like saying dead people voted or illegal aliens voted in the election. Here's what they have to do, which to me is an impossible task if there were a fair jury, and there won't be. But they have to prove he was lying about the 2020 election, which obviously they all think he's lying about everything and they have to prove he knew he was lying. So when Trump said the election was rigged, they have to prove he knew it. He knew that it wasn't. How the hell do you do that? Does anyone actually think Trump doesn't think he was robbed that he doesn't think that there was a uh, 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 election fraud in, in Wisconsin or Atlanta? I mean, he He talked himself, even if even if there's no evidence, you know Trump believes it <laughs> that's just the way he is. Trump believes they stole the election in many different ways. I believe they stole it with the help of big tech and the mainstream media. He believes they they stole it every way, I mean, because he thought there was no way he was going to lose, so he thinks dead people voted, illegal aliens voted, they stopped ballot boxes, they voted after the deadline, all those things that he claimed and From the beginning, the media coordinated with the Democrats to say it was the big lie, that the election was stolen. They're actually criminalizing his statements that they stole the election from me. His words, it's remarkable. I've talked about this many times, but there are people, there are Congress people, there are lawyers, there are people in the media who don't understand the First Amendment. They don't understand you have a right to lie. You have a right to hate speech, it is covered by the First Amendment. Now you don't have a right to incite violence, but they didn't in in charge him with incitement or seditious conspiracy. Those are the things that he could keep him out of the White House, but they didn't charge him with seditious conspiracy. They didn't there's no mention of the Proud Boys or the Oath Keepers, any of that. The unindicted co-conspirators, and I find this amazing too another bedrock principle, free speech. Yep, that's out. You know, another bedrock principle that I don't, I I, I genuinely, I should get a lawyer on here. I really should, because I don't get this. The unindicted co conspirators are all lawyers. His lawyers are unindicted co conspirators. Who are they going to try to get to turn on him? What happened to lawyer client privilege? I mean, they just keep arresting Trump lawyers, including Rudy Giuliani, John Eastman, Sidney Powell, that nut. Jeffrey Clark, there's one uh, unindicted conspirator who has not been named or no one has figured out who it is, probably another lawyer, lawyers that he had working for him, telling him in some cases that the election was rigged. So you you turn his lawyers against him and you charge him with saying things. I'm I'm not kidding. I'm going to get to the, uh, let me see if I get to this right here, to the indictment right here. This is, this is, um, I don't know what page, page eight of the indictment. Um, um, The defendant insinuated that more than 10,000 dead voters voted in Georgia. So (laughs) next point, that's A. B, the defendant asserted that there had been 205,000 more votes than voters in Pennsylvania. Okay, so... The defendant said that there had been suspicious vote dumps in Detroit, and then they say the, the, the attorney general explained that the defendant that this was false. Okay, so it was false. So what? We know Trump says a lot of things. He's a big, loud, braggadocious vulgarian. Um, are we really criminalizing lying? Lying if we are man we're going to need uh, we're going to need to swear in Kamala Harris real quick if we're criminalizing lying it's just amazing they 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 don't think the first amendment applies to the president did anyone think anyone actually believe when trump said all these things that they were 100% accurate i mean people say dead people vote in elections all the time people lie about the integrity of elections, all the time. We're going to get to that montage, which I'm, which is so is it's just amazing that we uh, don't even uh, uh, don't even care that people, including Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and you know you name it, Liz Warren, lie about elections. They do it every time, every single time. At least in my lifetime, a Republican has won. A Democrat, Democrats, and the media have lied about the integrity of the election. It's what they do, but before we get to the montage, I want to get to this uh, statement, this this ominous statement from the Buffoon in the White House from I think it's November, and it and sometimes Joe Biden's senility he, he just blurts out the truth, he blurts out the, the the quiet part out loud, and you say, "Wow, keep in mind, he's working behind the scenes with Jack Smith with Merrick Garland, I assume." He's in the room They're meetings with these guys. They got him on speakerphone. Joe likes to be on speakerphone. And they're discussing how they could stop Donald Trump from returning to power. Let's be honest. When If Trump ever does, if Trump wins, these people are in trouble. I mean, they are in trouble if Trump wins. The people at the DOJ, the, the entrenched bureaucrats, the corrupt swamp creatures, they have to stop Donald Trump or their whole thing. Their whole jig is up, man. Their livelihood is over. Some of them might end up in prison. They are just such slime. Anyway, this is Joe Biden answering a question about the possibility of Donald Trump returning to power. Listen. That G7 conversation was tied to your predecessor, who is about to launch another campaign. So how do you reassure them if that is the reason for their questioning, that the former president will not return, that his political movement, which is still very strong, uh, will not oh, yeah. once again take power in the United <laughs> States? <laughs> well, um, we just have to demonstrate that he will not take power um, by, uh, if, we, uh, if he does run, uh, making sure he, uh, under legitimate efforts of uh, our Constitution, does not become the next president again. That's nuts. We have to make sure he doesn't become the next president again. Now the polls show they're close. You know, Biden, Trump. uh, I don't know what poll to believe. Obviously, Biden has a better ground game. He's a terrible candidate, but he has a lot of uh, people on the ground, stuffing ballot boxes and uh, ballot harvesting, and you know, early voting and everything else like last time. So the chances are, you know, he could he could beat Trump, but they're not going to leave it up to chance. (laughs) That's the goal. Let's not leave it up to the voters. This is the best part. All morning, all night, on all these cable channels, on all these websites, Trump was a threat to democracy. We have a cut from that clown, Michael Beschloss on MSNBC, who compares Trump's effort to uh, overturn the election to Pearl Harbor, to the Civil War, to 9-11. It's, we're now at another one of those moments, and they're, they're applauding this effort to put their political rival in prison for things he said, things he said. It's just, it is just a stunning development. But I do want to get to this, to this montage. Let's do the montage. This is from uh, Tom Elliott. This is, we now know from uh, Jack Smith that it's a crime to uh, question election results, to say an election was stolen, election was rigged. That's, criminal that's what they that's for that they want to put the 45th president in prison uh and they got all their ducks in a row again they got the judge they got the jury they got this scummy special prosecutor they got the media it's all coming together their effort to put the man who disrupted things who shined the light on uh, of corruption who asked about joe biden's deal in ukraine they impeached him for that oh by the way they also impeached him for January 6th. That's when you read this indictment, you feel like it's redundant. We went through this already with that rigged January 6th committee with Liz Cheney and and, and Adam Kinzinger and Adam Schiff. We went through this. We heard from witnesses. We, we heard that he tried to overthrow democracy. He was acquitted, but we did this for 10 weeks already, but it wasn't enough to stop him, so they had to find a new way. But I want I want... <laughs> I want to let's remind everybody, let's take a little trip back and remind everyone how Democrats handle things when they, you know, lose elections. And I wonder if the statute of limitations has run out on these people because they're doing, they're saying the same things Trump said. Do they believe it? In most cases, no, they don't. Stacey Abrams said she was governor for four years after she lost an election in Georgia. I guess her indictment is coming. But one after another, saying that election was not legitimate, uh, they stole it, there was fraud. Just the same damn things Donald Trump did. Let's watch. We won that election. Al Gore won the election. Al Gore was elected president of the United States. This wasn't counted. You know it. I know it. They know it. We won that election. There is overwhelming evidence that George W. Bush did not win this election. Do you think Republicans stole that election? In 2000, Uh I wish the United States Supreme Court had let them finish counting the votes. The Supreme Court denied the actual and accurate counting of the votes of Florida. If Katherine Harris, Jeb Bush, Jim Baker, and the Supreme Court hadn't tampered with the results, Al Gore would be president. An election has been stolen, robbed. It wasn't a fair process. It wasn't. neutral process it was a process that was rigged against us we actually won the last presidential election folks they stole the last presidential election as we look at our election system i think it's fair to say that there are many legitimate questions about its accuracy about its integrity. How are you gonna keep it from us being able to be in a position where you can manipulate the machines, manipulate the records? In Virginia, when I was governor, I had to replace all the machines. Too many voters have cast votes on machines that jam or malfunction or suck the votes without a trace. I kept voting in the Senate race, kept voting for the Democrat. Republican name kept coming up. Three times that happened. How many other votes did the computers get wrong? I brought in some technology experts. They were able to hack into our machines from off-site in about five or six minutes, and within four minutes they were able to change a vote. The legitimacy of any president that's elected ...is going to be impaired unless the American people understand that there has been a full and fair count of all the votes. We will continue to object to the election procedures until they are corrected. The objection is in writing, and I don't care that it is not, it is not signed by a member of the Senate. It is our duty to challenge this vote. It's not as if it's just Republicans who have monkeyed around with elections in the past. Sometimes Democrats have to. I would be standing here saying this no matter what the outcome of the election. All right, let's get back to the indictment. (laughs) This is unbelievable. Back to page uh, nine, I believe, the indictment. Uh, The defendant claimed that there had been tens of thousands of double votes and other fraud in Nevada. The defendant said that more than 30,000 non-citizens voted in Arizona is here's here's the best part. The defendant asserted that voting machines in various contested states had switched votes from the defendant to Joe Biden. That's criminal, saying that the machines switched votes or illegal aliens voted. We just heard how many? Dozens of Democrats, some of whom said the machines changed votes, not only were they not prosecuted, but they were taken seriously. That was like a legit take. Oh, there's machines. They changed the votes or uh, those people voted twice or the illegal aliens voted. It happens after every election, especially when Republicans win. And now they want to put, <laughs> just the whole thing is so bizarre. It's so un-American. You, I mean, you grow up, Trusting these institutions, that's over. That's the damage the Biden, the whole Biden regime has done. No longer do people trust the Department of Justice for good reason, or the FBI, or the IRS, or the, the executive branch as a whole, <laughs> or the media, or big tech. Again, we say this all the time. They've turned us into conspiracy theorists. Now, I believe the whole thing is rigged. They literally say. Anytime Biden's in trouble, anytime there's more evidence of the corruption from the White House, boom, the next day we're going to indict Trump for something. And there's more to come. And he's going to go to trial. He's going to go to trial during a campaign. It's just the whole thing is just stunning on its face. We are living in a banana republic. And I and it's so partisan. I think Democrats know it. I think they, they're deep down they're disturbed by this but they can't say it for for one reason the same thing they the same reason they do everything they are blinded by hatred for trump they view him as hitler and they think all means legitimate or otherwise are okay let's get him let's stop him let's imprison him because he's evil he's awful he he threatens our way of life and this is the best example yet good luck proving it to the american people that he said things that are criminal because he knew they were false and said them anyway, which I don't even understand why that's criminal, but Hey, it's a stretch as any, uh, fair legal analyst said, the whole thing is a stretch. Um, it, uh, you got guys, you know, decent good. Uh, let me get to, I want to get to, uh, um, uh, Jonathan Turley, who's excellent on this, he um, let's, let's find John Turley tweeted, if you take a red pen to all of the material presumptively protected by the First Amendment, you can reduce much of the indictment to haiku. <laughs> um, consider what's alleged. This is uh, in the Federalist and what isn't by, D, uh, by Jack Smith. Um, the charges against Trump do not include incitement to violence. You might be surprised to hear that after Smith's hyperbolic press conference in which he went on and on about the Capitol riot and how horrible it was and what a threat it was. Instead, the charges are that Trump committed conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding, and conspiracy against rights. Sounds scary, but what it amounts to is the criminalization of opinions with which Jack Smith and Joe Biden happen to disagree Smith's indictment alleges that Trump's claims about the 2020 election were false and he knew they were false. He cites a bunch of Trump officials and federal bureaucrats who told him there was no evidence. He even cites the Homeland Security's uh, agency, which we know thanks to the Twitter files directly interfered in the 2020 election by censoring Americans by proxy. Despite the, uh, despite all that Trump kept claiming the election was stolen so he must have been lying. That's their reasoning. The people told him that it wasn't stolen, so he should have agreed with them and never said it was stolen. <laughs> have as did anyone think when they heard Trump say it? And it was tiresome. I admit it was tedious. I've said it many times. I would love for Trump to get over you know twenty twenty and look forward and 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 not focus on the, the last election. Focus on the next one. But did anyone think when they heard him complain about these things, these whatever illegal aliens voting or ballot boxes being stuffing stuff, did anyone think he was committing a crime? He was being Trump is what he was being. And that's what he's being charged with being Trump. Donald Trump is being criminally charged in federal court in front of a uh, adversarial judge and jury with being uh, being Donald Trump. Another, You know, a couple of interesting notes before we move on. He gets subpoena power. So if he goes to trial, he's going to be in his glory. I mean, he doesn't want to go to prison, but he wants to relitigate this. He thinks it was rigged. He wants to hear, uh, he wants to talk about it. He wants to fight about it. That's what Donald Trump loves to do. It's just incredible that that we're going to do this over and over and over again. I'm sick of it. Can't we can't we just have a campaign? Can't we just have an election? Can't we just hey Biden versus Trump all over again? Let's fight it out. Let's debate. I think they're afraid of that. They don't like the idea of this this cadaver shuffling on stage and debating Donald Trump. After all that's come out, you know, they can't they can't just sit there and make it about climate change and race again. It will have to be about the failures of the Biden administration. But I will say it again. The the thing that blows my mind is how many people Don't even consider the First Amendment. They don't even understand that you can say what you want in America. I realize they've gone to schools, public schools and and universities where they don't teach you things like that, like freedom of speech, freedom of assembly. But there are people in the media. We got Caitlin Collins. This is Caitlin Collins with one of Trump's lawyers, this guy, John Lauro. It's amazing Trump can even still find lawyers because if a lawyer takes the job, they get blackballed, they get disbarred, <laughs> they get arrested. Uh, it's amazing. He still has lawyers, but I want to, I want to play this. This is Caitlin Collins, a big star at CNN. She's the uh, 9 PM host. Now she's the, you know, they elevated her from that failed morning show and they uh, feature her at 9 PM. Her ratings are in the toilet, but that's, you know, to be expected. She's talking to Trump's, attorney and he's explaining to her that this is protected speech and she's buying none of it. She doesn't she doesn't understand the concept. It's it's just mind blowing. Go ahead, play it. Legislators that you just well, mentioned there in the courts. Right, what was not true, that, that there were states where ballots were sent out without people asking for them, where there were changes in verification, where there were instances where ballots were not being supervised at drop-off places. The, the president was told, given advice, that under these circumstances, the state legislatures have the ultimate ability to qualify electors. He followed that advice. Now, you may disagree as to whether or not those things actually actually... actually occurred or not. That's why we have political debate. We don't have criminal trials over that. We have the discussion like we're just having. But it matters if those things actually occurred or not, John. Not under the First Amendment. it matters if those things actually occurred, because... Not not at all, because it, under the First does matter Amendment... It was actually fraud. No, no, the First Amendment allows... But John, let me stop you there, because yeah. if, if he's saying that there was fraud, the First Amendment doesn't allow the President of the United States to go and claim there was fraud when he was told there was not fraud and then tried to subvert the election by overturning legitimate electors. The I mean, First it says, says it right, right here, here in the actual indictment. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it, 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 so, all so, it, that's so it, protect- ignorant. I understand she's on CNN and whatever. She you know, checks all the boxes but the, the first amendment doesn't protect him for saying from saying there was fraud if there was no fraud <laughs> why why not i mean you could say whatever you want you're american it's america you're it's covered we get this i mean i know it's a problematic thing for democrats in the media they don't like that darn first amendment but it still exists thank god and he could say that dead people voted and it's not criminal—at least it wasn't until now. He could say there was illegal aliens voting in Arizona, and he—I he, he, think he believed it. But even if—even if it's not true, you could say what you want. At least he used to be able to before this uh, new era uh, was ushered in under Joe Biden. It is frightening the people who keep saying. But Trump was a threat to democracy Other, than the real threats to democracy. They're the ones suppressing free speech. They're the ones censoring Americans. They're the one criminalizing speech. It is a, they're right. It's a scary time in America and there's nothing to do with January 6th. It has to do with these petty little tyrants trying to stifle and stop any dissent. All right, we got to move. We got to, I'm not going to play into this. We're not going to ignore the latest on the Biden scandal I got I got a question. I got a good question about the uh, the Biden scandal and all the sleaze balls on the, in the media who are attempting to uh, to spin this. Out. I'm telling you, it's a hell of a lot harder. It's a lot easier to defend Donald Trump than it is Joe Biden. Donald Trump's crime: speaking. Joe Biden's crime: selling out the country. The media would like you to think Trump lying is is 11 or, or Pearl Harbor, and Joe Biden selling out the country, taking bribes, selling influence peddling. That was just a father who loved his son. We got, we got the reaction, the spin from these clowns in the media. And uh, we give you the latest on Jason Aldean. Jason Aldean, my question is, why isn't every country singer doing a song about BLM riots right now? If I'm a country singer right now, I am doing my best to write a song about Antifa and BLM because it has certainly not hurt Jason Aldean's uh, career. But first uh, 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 excuse me. We love my pillow. Just go to mypillow.com and use code word jerry for huge discounts. For example, the standard my pillow, which is normally 69.98, is only 19.98 with code word jerry. My pillow is made in the USA and comes with a 10 year warranty and a 60 day money back guarantee. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you'll ever sleep on. Get it now and you can support this show because, like us, Mike Lindell is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob. By purchasing from MyPillow, not only are you helping out us, but you're joining in the fight against the cancel culture crowd. MyPillow isn't in big box stores for obvious reasons, so you can get factory direct pricing if you order from MyPillow.com using code word Jerry. You get the Giza sheets, buy one, get one free, half-off slippers, six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, just $39.99 with code word Jerry. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Jerry. All right. I, 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 we talked a lot, obviously, about the Biden, the various crimes, the high crimes and misdemeanors that Joe Biden's committed, the the, the schemes his son and his brother were running. I mean, it's quite clear uh, he should be impeached today. They should call, Cong- Kevin McCarthy should call Congress back. They, they're off for a month, by the way, a month. We're going to find out just how much Kevin McCarthy is committed to uh, justice if if he calls everyone back to vote on impeachment for uh, Joe Biden, um, that's what he should do. I mean, I mean, obviously, I mean, the, let's be honest. He's taking bribes. He's selling out the country. He's lying. Uh, there's really there's really no way to spin this anymore. Not that they're not trying. But here's we went over the numbers. We went over the crimes. We went over the phone calls. Putting on speakerphone. Meeting. He met with the corrupt Russian oligarch Elena Baderina in a restaurant Cafe Milano in DC met her weeks later, she sent Hunter three and a half million dollars. I'm, I'm sorry, that sounds a little suspicious to me. And then the media and the Democrats said it's because he was grieving his son, Bo. he was going through a tough time. He met Batarina in 2014, Bo died in 2015. So that doesn't exactly hold water, but even if it did, the idea that you're grieving, so you sell out your country. and now, as I went through yesterday, we just have a mountain of evidence. We have emails, photos, texts. Bobolinsky. We have the 1023 form. We have the Barisma founder saying he bribed, sent five million to Joe, five million to Hunter. The the evidence is just it's just overwhelming. But here's my question: Is for Democrats, for the media, for Dan Goldman, uh, for uh, Claire McCaskill, for Mike Barnacle, Explain this. This was yesterday's. Story uh, from uh, Colin Rugg on Twitter. Do you have that uh, story? Hunter told Devin Archer, his best bud and partner, to buy a burner phone three days before a meeting with Joe Biden at the White House. So they had to get their burner phones before meeting with the vice president in the White House. Um, I I don't know. I I feel like if, you know, Donald Trump told Eric Trump and uh, and uh, Don Jr. to buy a burner phone. There might be some coverage in the media. I'd say yeah. Uh, but I want uh, I want Dan Goldman to explain this. Um, a, a burner phone, right? Why do you need a burner phone? Why do you need a burner phone? All right. I want him to explain this. Why did Joe Biden have six aliases? on his uh, f- uh, on emails why did they have twenty shell companies? Why did they have encrypted messages between family members? Why did Hunter Biden get an eighty thousand dollar diamond from his Chinese uh, benefactor? These are activities these are evidence of crimes. Why else do you get a burner phone? Why else do you need twenty shell companies? Why else do you need? six email aliases. They believe that uh, Hunter had like on his at and count had like 12 phone numbers and they believe at least one or two belonged to Joe Biden. Why would you need this web of deceit? Anybody, any, any, why, why would, if we were doing legitimate business, you know, Hunter was legitimately on the board and Joe didn't even know he was on the board. Why does a board member of a uh, Ukrainian uh, uh, energy company Need a burner phone? Anybody? Anybody? No? Let's. Uh, this. This is hilarious. I find this hilarious. We got a supercut. Another supercut from Tom Elliott on Democrats led by Dan Goldman, the new Adam shift, the designated liar. This sleazy, sweaty, scummy, um, uh, fabulously wealthy heir to Levi Strauss fortune, who is just a remarkable stock picker. He's got just great sense of stock. I mean, not that he uses any inside information. I wouldn't do that. That would be wrong, but he makes a fortune in the stock market. He represents wall street, by the way, which is appropriate. Uh, and as we played yesterday, he was just struggling, flailing to defend Joe Biden. He was the only Democrat in the room when Devin Archer blew the lid off the whole thing and, and proved that Joe Biden's been lying for years but let's listen to Dan Goldman and friends try to defend this the indefensible, the, 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 just the massive mountain of evidence against the uh, corrupt man in the White House. Go ahead. Joe Biden did nothing, nothing, not even approximating improper, much less wrong or illegal. It's wishful thinking. They're trying to create yeah. a scandal. I think it's pretty clear, at least so far, there is nothing there. House Republicans continue their search for any proof at all, tying President Joe Biden to his son Hunter's business dealings. Joe Biden had nothing to do with Hunter Biden's business dealings. Because they wanted, they wanted dirty up Biden's name. Do you know Republicans have been trying to use Hunter Biden's behavior against the president? Did not know about anything that Hunter Biden was doing. Gina Biden was was simply involved in his son's life in a personal capacity. Republicans from consistently trying to make this argument uh, and create the illusion of, of some um, malfeasance being there. Spoke to business associates of Hunter Biden to say hello, to have small talk, casual conversation. Hunter Biden talked to his dad on the phone all the time. They talked basically every day, sometimes Sometimes Joe Biden would say hello to the people in the room if he popped in or on the phone or whatever. Saw casual conversation, niceties, the weather. They never discussed business. These were more of just cordial hello types of conversations. Business was never discussed on those calls, and that was more casual sort of check ins, casual conversations. President Biden might have said, Hey, quit putting me on speakerphone. Uh, you know, are, are you having a business meeting? Like, what, what is that about? <laughs> but do you hang up on your phone? On on your side. Bo Biden, Hunter's brother and President Biden's son, was very ill with cancer and then passed away. That, as the witness today testified, was what these conversations and these calls were about. We should put this in context. This is a time when Bo Biden, the president's other son, was ill and then dying and then and then passed away. Very fraught and, and sad time for the Biden family and uh, we know how important family is uh, to the president. They're doing Donald Trump Trump's bidding, going after Hunter Biden, trying to create a, a tie to the president. This is a this is a political move here. It is a it is a politics thing, right? In as much as it's anything else, fair? Yeah, I think so. There does not appear to have been a direct business tie, as right now you don't see any conduct that's. Illegal that there is regulational law that's prohibiting it, even though it might be highly unethical. I don't see high crimes and misdemeanors. I don't even see a low crime. Mm. I see a, a son who's using his father. People with famous last names uh, using them for their own purposes. People in your families, they are near do well. This people, is as old there as there time. They're hoarse. They're just hoarse. They, I mean, they're, they have no dignity. I mean, they have no pride. They, they call themselves journalists. And they say it was just a father talking to his son. Is he supposed to hang up on him? Uh, he met many times in restaurants with Hunter's uh, business associates. Hunter was a crackhead loser who, according to the Brisma founder was dumber than a dog. And yet he made tens of millions, maybe 50 million, maybe a hundred million selling the Biden name and these whores, Go in front of the camera and say, he did nothing wrong. They're just weaponizing this. I mean, Joe Biden could show up today in the Oval Office, in the briefing room with a with a severed head in his hands, and these people <laughs> would defend him. they circle the wagons and say, oh, they're just doing Trump's bidding. What will it take for these people to admit that their guy is a crook, to their, that their guy has sold out the country, had made a fortune? I mean, I gave you the list yesterday. It wasn't even complete because I didn't include the burner phones. But, uh, you know, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. Two eyewitnesses, Bobolinsky and Archer, two IRS whistleblowers, three FBI whistleblowers, six email aliases, 20 shell companies, voicemails, emails, texts, photos, a 1023 where a reliable FBI informant claims that Joe Biden took a $5 million bribe to alter policy in Ukraine. I don't know. To me, that sounds a little more serious than a guy saying dead people voted for Joe Biden. Oh, and 170 suspicious bank activity reports. He met with uh, uh, Elena Batterina at a restaurant, and then she sent Hunter three and a half million dollars. He went and bragged about getting the prosecutor fired in Ukraine. The prosecutor, Shokin, who was looking into his son's company, his son's company, Burisma, would have folded. If they did not get rid of the uh, get rid of the prosecutor, he did it, and he held up one billion in aid. We, we, we impeached the president for looking into that scheme, asking the Ukrainians to look into that scheme. But the guy actually at the heart of the scheme, the guy involved in the scheme, the guy making millions illegally, unethically, uh he just loved his son. He was grieving. Bo, you know, he just he, family means so much to him. God, these people are shameless. I mean, I, it is getting worse. The more, the more uh, dirt, the, the 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 more corruption that is unveiled, is exposed in the Biden family and the Biden regime. The more these whores get down on their knees and just service the man. It's disgusting. There's just no, there's just no journalism left. These people are just shameless. All right, let's do Shay, and then we'll give you the latest on Jason Aldean. And Lizzo, Lizzo's in a little bit of, little bit of hot water here, according to some of her dancers. She's not the nicest person to work for. We'll tell you about that. But first, uh, 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 excuse me. As you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade. The front entrance of your home give you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com. And while you're there, you can look for a job. Shea Concrete is hiring. Right now, they're between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. dot uh, Jason Dean wasn't the biggest country star; he was pretty big. He he was and uh, you know, he played some big rooms. He was playing uh, Great Woods or whatever it's called in uh, Massachusetts last week. Uh, he did play the. He uh, did play one of the biggest mass shootings in the country's history. That's true. He played. He played in front of a big crowd when uh, the uh, gunman. Uh, killed 60 people who were attending his concert. That was, that was probably the thing that made him most famous. But uh, uh, something happened uh, yesterday that's never happened to Jason Aldean. He soared to number one on the Billboard charts. That is amazing. Uh, number two, by the way, Morgan Wallen. Number two and number three, Luke Combs, Fast Car. So you have a Jason Aldean, obviously wrote a racist song about, I don't know, BLM. Never mentioned race or BLM, but uh, but I was told, I was told by Sheryl Crow was racist. Number two is Morgan Wallen, who drunkenly used the N-word about his to his friend late night one time. They tried to cancel him. He got disinvited, but all the country music award shows and the country music stations. They put him on the on the blacklist, man. He was persona non grata. And number three, Luke Combs, who um, appropriated a song from a queer black woman, Fast Car, and uh, she never could have been made made it big with that song. I mean, she just won you know, three Grammys and record of the year, but let's not get in the way of a good narrative. But Jason Aldean soars to number one writing the song, Try That in a Small Town. They tried to cancel him. Country music television banned the video, those pathetic spineless squishes. And I knew this would happen. It's it's, it's a good song. I like it. I it hates it, but it's, it's a good song. It's not. It's, it's not. One. It's just not a good song. The message I I There's like, something. but the song. It's a not great sense. video. You give, give him that, won't you? I'll great gi- video. I'll give, I'll give him that one. And uh, it's sourced in him. His 46 years old. His first time at number one on the charts, and I can't imagine this, there, there's not many, many country stars saying, what can I, I gotta get, let's let's you know sing about whatever." Antifa, BLM, the riots, Minneapolis. Uh, let's let's glom onto that because it's a winning message, especially when the media and the and liberals like Cheryl Crow and others criticize you. That can only help. That can only help you get to number one. Congratulations to Jason L. Dean. Uh, and before we go, I got to say, this made me laugh out loud. Uh, Lizzo is being sued. She's being accused of creating a hostile work assignment, a hostile work environment in a lawsuit. Lizzo sounds like Ellen. Sounds like a total phony. He was mean, nasty to her uh to her uh, workers, dancers, singers, whatever they are, backup people. Uh, this is from uh, the LA times, I believe, or well, no, NBC. Uh, three of Lizzo's former dancers have accused the singer of, a, of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment in a lawsuit. They allege she pressured one of them to touch a nude performer at an Amsterdam club and suggest and subjected the group to an excruciating audition after leveling false accusations that they were drinking on the job. The dancers accused Lizzo, a performer known for embracing body positivity and celebrating her physique of calling attention to one dancer's weight gain and then berating and firing the dancer after she recorded a meeting because of her, of a health condition. She fired a dancer uh, for being fat. Lizzo. <laughs> Can you be more hypocritical? Lizzo is fat shaming. There she is on the screen. That woman is fat shaming one of her dancers. Good luck to these folks in the lawsuit. I love when people like phonies, like Ellen, other people get exposed for being tyrants behind the scenes, mean, nasty people. And it sounds like, uh, Lizzo is one of those people. Something tells me she'll survive, though. She'll survive. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's give an update on Joe Biden. Still on vacation. It was date night last night. Joe and uh, Jill went to a out to dinner at a restaurant and then went to a movie. It's like, I, I'll make this comparison every day. He see, is Michael Corleone at the yeah. baptism. If Michael Corleone was uh, you know, falling asleep at the bat baptism and falling down and wet in his pants, that would be Joe Biden. He sits back and pretends everything's normal as his Stasi, his hitmen, his goons go after his political opponent. He sits back probably in his, whatever it is, his $8 million oceanfront mansion and watches as his handpicked goons try to put his political <laughs> opponent. in. I can't believe that is happening in the United States, but it is what a time to be alive! He's what a- he's definitely Michael Corleone. He's just like I don't want my family bothered. <laughs> yeah, just he sit there, and he's and he was smiling as he watches. He, he he dreams of Trump in an orange jumpsuit, Trump in handcuffs. That's his dream, and he thinks he'll have he has the power for at least another year and a half to make it happen. And they will stop at nothing. This is the third indictment, the fourth one in Atlanta is coming soon. Trump is going to be in court every damn day, as he tries to defeat Joe Biden in the general election. I'm not sure Joe Biden's going to be the candidate, but uh, he's still claiming that he's running. We will see, but uh, that will do it for today. What a day, what a day in America. It's just, it is embarrassing. It is uncomfortable. This is what it feels like to live in you know, Pakistan or, or uh, uh, North Korea or uh, China. That's what it feels like. That's how you feel as an American. You feel shame feel embarrassment, disgust with the corrupt leaders in this country right now, but uh, we'll see what tomorrow brings. Thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks, Iron I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we'll do it again tomorrow. God save the queen, man. here tonight Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my to take- like the show leave a 5 star review on apple and spotify